it's Monday, it's time to build. Ego Assassin is going to be the name that I give all of these Monday episodes of this Ego Killer. What the objective here is to just get your week started off on the right foot. I'm gonna take a topic that I know has been bugging you guys from talking to you here inside the gym on a daily life, daily basis. I'm gonna tackle it. We're gonna break it down. We're gonna deep dive all those fun things that's worth a good 20 minutes of your day so that you could come over on the back end feeling really, really good. Welcome to Ego Assassin Monday. Johan Francis, I'm back with you guys where we peel back layers of the human condition in order to figure out what's going on underneath through the good and the less good times that we need to push through on our daily life. And by doing this, we provide each other actionable and repeatable habit change and behavior modifications that we could use to get through the sticking points uh, in our daily life right there. Thanks for joining me. And of course, you know, sometimes I'll give you a sparring story or a fight story um, because I like to relate all of what I see, not just with the experience that I've had with you guys over the last 20 years and the stories that you've told me about getting over the hump, doing the best with being resourceful, getting yourself into positions where you're achieving when once you weren't. But also, I like to just look at martial arts and see it as the apogee of human development, frankly, and the nexus between that human development and physical prowess. The best athletes doing the hardest stuff constantly making the most challenging decisions and seeing it through to the end. But the dude who fought Ryan Garcia this weekend, I was like, bro, maybe you did it in the opposite direction. Like most people aren't trying to set themselves up for failure, for just straight out failure. So Ryan Garcia is a pretty popular dude. He's a professional boxer. He's 25 years old. And he fought this weekend and he fought – a tough Mexican fighter who liked to go to the body. And it was in the buildup to this fight. And I only saw a little bit, right? I barely even found out he was fighting. It was in the buildup that I really thought to myself, does home, does Buddy really want to win this fight? <laughs> does Buddy really want to win this fight? Not Ryan Garcia's opponent. And I wish I knew his name. But here we have a scrappy Mexican fighter who's just talking the most trash basura on that name of Ryan Garcia. Basically saying, like, I'm tougher than you, and he has no heart. Now listen, there is no worse blasphemy in the world of fighting than to say that a fighter doesn't have any heart. You're essentially trying to steal the soul of a man or woman whose entire Requisite identity is based around the fact they are tougher than 99.9% of all people. And to say that they have no heart is like, what are we trying to prove? So it was in all that trash talk where Buddy was talking about how he's going to steamroll him. I was like, okay, that's just typical trash talk. But then to say he has no heart and he's going to show you, he's going to show Ryan Garcia. Whew, he was setting himself up right there. Like you have to cash that check. Or do you really not believe in yourself and not believe in your chances and are self-sabotaging? That's what we're going to dive into a little bit today is the idea of self-sabotage. 
Buddy got his butt kicked later in the fight. He got knocked out in the worst way possible. And I also noticed one thing about Buddy, too. The Mexican fighter that got knocked out by Ryan Garcia in, like, the ninth round or something like that. That's a great fight. It's a good showcase for Ryan. For Ryan Guy. For King Ryan. And what it was, was dude got knocked down with a beautiful left hook that he did not see coming. He got knocked down. Ref basically stuck all ten of his fingers in this dude's face. Like, you ever play those boxing video games and, like, you get knocked down in the boxing video game? And in the video game, the NPC ref goes to your sprites and is throwing the fingers in your face. And all you can see from the video game's perspective is, like, a bunch of numbers or fingers at you. I bet that's what Buddy felt when he was on the ground was just fingers coming at him. One, two, three. Well, most fighters get up at eight in boxing, right? Because it doesn't matter if you get up at two, three, four. Whatever. They don't stop the count until they get to the number eight. You can get up at eight or nine, right? So if you you get dropped real quick, ref will still keep counting until eight. It's called a standing eight count. It's called an eight count. No matter what, you have to get to eight. Well, when the ref basically was sticking his gloved fingers in this dude's nose, counting to seven, he screams eight, notices that both buddy's fists were on the ground, nine and then at nine and a half he springs up throws his arms up and says hey i was up in 9.75 what the heck and i just put the two together he didn't really think from day one that he was gonna win the fight at all self sabotage now this doesn't just appear on the biggest stage with the two biggest best high stakes rivals Doing the hardest sport imaginable in front of millions or maybe a hundred thousands of people. Self-sabotage occurs in our daily life. So when you guys, do you guys fear failure? Or better yet, have you ever feared that you're going to do so great at something, you ain't going to know what to do with yourself? That you're going to achieve you're gonna win that award you're gonna get that certificate you're gonna be called out for doing great things be elevated be given a great title and you're not gonna know how to act not that you're gonna act a fool you're just gonna act in some kind of way where you're like who me if that's you let me know in the comments on the spotify you know how we do right there on the spotify where it says what did you think of this episode tell me have you ever been so afraid of the spotlight that you just didn't want it? You didn't know how you were going to act when you succeeded. Because that might be a little bit of this self-sabotage. It's the same self-sabotage that lets a prize fighter say, I'm going to not just beat you. I'm going to show everybody that you're not a real fighter. That you have no heart. Like, what are you thinking? And then... In order to make my words be prophetic, even though you beat me, I'm going to take, I'm going to come up off the ground and, and, and act like I was trying to get up early, right? Huh. It was a great fight and guy was tough, but I didn't like all that unnecessary trash talk, right? We know that trash talk has to be kind of a finesse thing. It should be more than just straight up you have no heart this to me says 
you don't really think you have a chance of victory. If you guys feel like you don't ever have a chance of succeeding in your daily grind in your profession, maybe you've done similar type moves where you exclaim to yourself, I ain't really supposed to be here right now. And because I'm not supposed to be here, I better not get caught trying very hard. You don't know what to do with yourself because you have a fear of failure, right? There's just something inside your domain that has entered to the negative and you're not able to kind of turn that into positive self-talk and affirmations. It's true. Some 70% of people, according to studies or more, feel the pinch of self-sabotage. And one of the ways I have noticed that you guys shrink from the occasion is when we start to form those really lofty goals. So let's break it down a little bit. I'm starting to think that I watched too much G.I. Joe as a kid. I feel like every episode of Ego Killer is eat your vegetables, drink your glass of milk, and write down your goals. Don't forget to do your push-ups. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of each episode of this Ego Killer monologue, I'm going to say, hey, guys. <laughs> do your push-ups, sit-ups, eat your vegetables. But really, it has it's more to it than that, right? This is why we dig a little bit deeper. All right, so we are digging deep on self-sabotage. Over the years, it's kind of dug at me when I hear that you guys have some big lofty goals for yourself professionally, but something holds you back. It hurts me even more when I hear that you guys are looking to do the big next phase of the, of the life. You're going to step out and go out on your own for your career. You're going to start designing your own stuff. You need a logo. You're going to take that year-long or six-month-long sabbatical start traveling all over, but you just never quite get down to it. And So when I'm in here working with you guys, I'm telling you that, yeah, you ought to get off after it because one of the clear-cut signs that self-sabotage is real in our daily life is that procrastination, and the other way is that big talk, that big talk and that procrastination. When I hear that from you guys, I already know, I already know, we don't really have plans on losing those 25 pounds, those 50 pounds, right, if you really want to be ostentatious about it. We don't really have those great plans to go ahead and get yourself the job title, to cut your own checks, right, to have your name be on the checks for your crew, for your team, to lead a team yourself, to adopt the mantle of someone who is a not a consumer, someone that produces. And, and and to be in that role, you have to obviously build yourself into that role. But when we start procrastinating long form, when we stop, start talking big, big mess, it's very unlikely that you're going to turn that corner, you know, full 180 and be that person, that man, that woman, that badass making moves and taking names. Very unlikely. I'll never forget when I was about 20, I was playing semi-pro football, and this dude who was maybe went up to my shoulder 
He was talking the most mess ever. So here we were. We have a, uh, a lot of practices. Dude came in late to the training camp phase of our season, right? And it's like, you know, it's cold December in California. These are when we had our practices, 8 in the morning on a Saturday. No, no if you, you had to love what you were doing to be out here. And this guy comes walking in. He's not that big. He's, but he's really good at running his mouth. And I'll never forget, because the bully slayer that I am, I was just watching him try to be funny, try to be cool, just talking the most junk. I just kind of kept a tab on him. It's like, this guy isn't going to want it with half the team. And this guy, I wonder how long he's going to last. This is just my first inclination. The biggest talker, was cracking the most jokes, was the loudest compensating. And so that told me right off the top, this dude isn't cut out for this. Lo and behold, I think once we started getting into pads and really started hitting, I don't think I saw him more than three or four times more. Came late, left early. And it sticks out in my mind to this day, 20 years later, is because I called it. I knew right away that he wasn't going to last. I was one of the youngest guys on that team. I was new, just moving back from college, and I knew... I was going to have to work really, really hard. So I had my mindset on that work. So I was ready to go through, you know, a brick wall for the cause. And then here this guy comes in yapping. And I was like, huh, I don't think he's going to last that long, especially with some of us who are more serious about moving up and getting some accolades. And sure enough, he was gone. Big talking. Setting too many tasks for yourself without any attention to how we're checking those tasks and finishing them off is self-sabotage in motion. Thinking about procrastination and how that becomes the norm for you guys when we're self-sabotaging a little bit too much. So recognizing, looking over your list, right? Looking over your list of to-dos and seeing how many of those things you checked off. If it was goals to go back to college, was it goals to join the military? Was it goals to take on another phase of your career, get certified. And it just hasn't metastasized to this day. What are we doing in the meantime? We're self-sabotaging, potentially. Inside of fitness as a coach, I've seen it time and time again where folks want to lose the most weight ever. And we will have a discussion about how the week went and the most effusive emphatic emotion all right comes not when we're talking about how many rice cakes we snapped in half or how much edamame we threw down our throat no it was cutting that bubbling gooey cheeseburger in half you know what i mean the emphasis wasn't on walking the walk it was on breaking the rules that we set for ourselves Right? It was on the fun and the sexy. And what we notice is like if we start to put emphasis on all of that, on the parts of our daily grind that are more kind of negative, that aren't in line with how we're moving daily, we're actually focusing in on the wrong thing. That's a sign of self-sabotage. Because if we could really think about the grind, let's say you're trying to lose a lot of weight. Well, it wouldn't be super exciting for you 
to crack into a, you know, $75 piece of prime rib. That would just be normal. You would have just earned that. And then you'd be like, yeah, I'm still full two days later. You ever eat one of those prime ribs? Maybe you guys haven't. Maybe you haven't. I mean, why would you? Two days later, you're like, oh, you're about to have, you're about to go through labor. You're going into labor, intestinal labor. And the point I'm trying to make is simply that it becomes normal when you guys go off and do that extra eating and extra fun having, extra meal indulgences. You know, you're having fun doing that. It doesn't actually become the most poignant part of the journey unless unless we don't really expect to succeed. Now, when I see and I look in your faces, I'm not thinking you're sabotaging yourself on purpose. I don't know that it's sometimes it's a very intentional thing. Sometimes I meet people that are very intentionally sabotaging themselves. But I'll be real with you. I'll be real with you. I'm a coach in that I've talked to hundreds, maybe thousands of you over the years. Definitely more than hundreds, so thousands of you over the years. There's another type of listening ear that you can go to that you're not like, there's someone else that's a professional. And I'm not talking about a psychologist or anyone in that branch. I'm talking about the barber, <laughs> the hairstylist. I'm talking about the bartender. <laughs> All right. Those are the folks, especially bartenders. You're going to see if you're a bartender or you know someone. Those are the folks you're going to see the intentional self-sabotage way more than I am as a fitness coach. You know what I mean? But there are definitely ways that self-sabotage does pop its head up and it be very intentional. For the most part, when I meet with you time and time again over the years, it's been inadvertent. Inadvertent. So we got to change the way we think. We got to change the way, what is it, like Tupac. We got to change the way we live. We got to change the way we eat. It's time for us. <laughs> I, see, I see no changes, right? That's right. If you haven't talked to your coach, talk to your local bartender. They'll set you they'll set you out. They'll set you straight. Right? Or maybe go and get that hairline, which I haven't done. I haven't paid for barber in um man, it's going on like eight years or something like that. When I found out I could do that myself, and my cousin who is a barber told me that, yeah, you could probably do some of this yourself. Plus I don't have any hair. <laughs> like I got some hair, but once I figured it out, I was like, all right, I'm just going to do this myself. It's, I'll miss all the conversations. I'll just do this myself. Um, but in any event, there's a lot of questions to be answered. I want to be able to answer that for you, all right? So it is Ego Assassin Monday. But more importantly, this is us trying to get linked up together. So you guys can go to the website, coachtheoncscs.com. And on that website, what you're going to do is sign up. You'll get that free ebook. And then also, too, um, I want you guys to start listening to the Spotify more and more, right? I want you guys to prepare for the live. I'm going to start trying to do some of these live and answer some questions. I'm going to put some, some activity, some polls out there so that we can answer some of these questions in a live format. So 
Maybe one of your questions will be, how do we take a look at getting around this self-sabotorism, self-sabotage mentality that we might have about ourselves? It's stop procrastinating, right? Get up and go do it now. All those nice little idioms that are spit out by motivational speakers, right, who wish they were as impactful as someone like Jocko or Goggins is, right? You know, there's a reason why motivational speakers weren't really taken seriously until the ones who came out who are we know have actually had a background in doing something really hard. Those guys are the ones that we respect um, by and large. And it's it's not just men, right? It's men and women. It's young and old and Jocko and Goggins, really motivational folks. And they would say way more than just stop procrastinating and get it done. That is good f- um, fuel. That's good diesel for a workout, right? It's great jet fuel to get through a really hard, maybe you didn't get enough sleep and you have a presentation and you got some studying to do or you have just one last meeting and push. That's great jet fuel for that stuff. But we want foundational moves here. And so we got to rethink how we talk to ourselves internally when it comes to this procrastination and it comes to this self-sabotage. Remember what it is. It's a fear of failure. All right? It's a fear of failure. And stepping into that spotlight can be scary. Accepting them awards and the mantle and the pressure, ooh-wee, that comes with being a winner or succeeding, having people talk to you that never used to talk to you, give you attention when you know that they would never give you attention before you having to step outside your comfort zone to embrace when you're not the type of person that's readily open to embracing those challenges. All of those things can dim, dim your, dim your capacity to take success. But let me just guarantee you something. You deserve success. You deserve victory and winning. And how do I know that? I know that because there is enough for Everybody, I always used to think, right, or maybe all of us thought this. You guys ever think this? That there's literally a carrying capacity for the planet Earth? I used to think that. I'm thinking, what is it, like 10 million, 11 million before the population has to start just like building cities that are just on, there will be no agricultural land. The carrying capacity got to be what, 11 million? And I thought about it some more. Now, I'm like, what if this idea of carrying capacity is just all wrong, right? What if the idea that there's going to be a max population is just all wrong and that the earth itself is really humongous and big enough for everybody? I'm willing to bet that's the case. And when I started to wrap my mind around that, I started to think, like, maybe we're not even close. Maybe the population should be, like, 50 billion. Sorry, I was saying million before. I meant billion. And if that's the case, there's got to be enough for everybody. You think some of the most successful people on the planet think that there's just enough for them only or thought that way when they started to make moves? And I'm not just talking about money moves or business moves. I'm talking about successful moves. How about success? Isn't it just about how we define it? The point is thinking about there being enough for everybody makes you understand that you yourself, you, you, you deserve to win. I think you do. I don't see why not. In fact, if I ever made it to the winner's circle, I want to make sure that I'm not there alone. I want you guys to be in the winner's circle right 
All of us right next to each other. Counting those W's. Throwing up like it's 1994, those W's. Winning on all fronts. Making sure that there is open doors kicking in windows so that everybody can eat. There's no reason why we shouldn't. And if we understand that, maybe we're not so afraid of the victory. Now we can kind of hunt down that task list and realize that the tasks that we set out for ourselves, they ought to be checked off little by little. We start being kinder to the way that we think about ourselves. This isn't a function of something weak and effeminate or weak and, you know, non-binary, dare I say, about the way that we feel. You should really feel that you give all the Fs in the world about the way that you're moving, the way that you're eating. I think Pac already said it. We got to change the way we eat, etc. It's huge because it helps cement the identity we hold for ourselves. We have to be in that space. We're going to wear the mantle of a winner. And I want that for you guys because it's important to understand there's enough for everybody. This week, this is your homework, right? Make sure that your lists are nice and short and achievable. That's it. Your to-do list, your task list is super short, like one or two for the month, for the week, for the day, and start just uh, ticking those things off, all right? Then look back on it. Know that you walked that walk and you came a long way. On top of that, you guys, I want you also to take that procrastination and just don't do it. (laughs) Find a shorter list. When we talk big, We're not talking about other people and what they can do and starting the ego of comparison movement, but we're thinking about self, what I can do. Again, to affirm how powerful I can can be, how much of a boss I can move like. All right? That's important for you guys. I need you guys to hit that up too. The first assassin, ego assassin Monday is in the books. And hopefully... By the time you get to the end of the week and you're kind of worn out and it's been a long week, stuff has happened, you're still able to come up on a 9 or maybe a 9.9. And the week didn't take much out of you because we started a Monday on a 10. So make sure you guys are working hard to do that. Have an excellent week. I'll see you guys on the podcast waves, on the waveforms soon enough. Till then, stay all the way up.